0: Hello everybody, this is Chris Blair, voice of the national champion Fighting Tigers of LSU, and you're locked in to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show, Middle Georgia's number one voice of community and collegiate sports. Go Tigers!
1: This is Mike Conti of Atlanta United and the Atlanta Hawks Radio Networks.
2: You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah.
1: It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show.
0: Hey, this is Andrew Demetra, voice of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And when I want to know what's going on in middle Georgia sports, there's only one place I go. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Your place for community and collegiate sports. Guys, take it away. All right, welcome
3: into another Rob, Ben, and Joe show here hanging out with you. And guys, I tell you what, football... Is back. We've gone through a round of uh, high school football. We've gone through some uh, opening college football. It's fun. You got to see some Texas State. Got to see some SMU, got to see all kinds of Navy. Well, they were on the field anyway. We didn't see
0: a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. I
1: didn't get to see them. Didn't, yeah. didn't get to see a whole lot, but uh, I've never been so in tune to a Texas state game in my life. <laughs> I tell you what though, probably saw one of the best catches you'll see all year though. Oh yeah. yeah. In the opener. Oh yeah. That was, I mean, incredible. that was, that was big time. It yeah. was like mad reach. What did David Tyree that caught that? Yeah. In United yeah. United. yeah. yeah. So what, I, I think that's the right name. Yep. Uh Mad Mad reach. Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl on the yeah. helmet. But uh, you know, they this week is just awesome.
3: Yep.
1: We drafted some fantasy football last night. We've got college football on, the people that are the big boys that are deciding to play. Yeah. They're not going back down from, you know, the COVID. Right. And uh, we've got that happening Saturday. We've got the football NFL starting tomorrow. You know, I mean, it, that's right. It is football.
3: That's right. We are ready to go, and we want to say thanks to all of our sponsors, of course, and uh, tell you all the places you can find us throughout the week each and every week. Our sponsors, Dublin Ford, we uh, thank them for being with us here on the show. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, Roach Farm and Garden, Marco's Pizza. Best pizza in town, guys. Marco's Pizza, you Get cannot it. beat it. Georgia Farm Bureau, our friend Phil Phillips, they're sponsoring the show each and every week. Farmer State Bank, Dublin Natural Gas, Bubba's Tire Center, Eyeballs Marketing and Media, and Warner Robbins, and Network One Sports. Don't forget, you can find us there streaming online. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at RBJ Show, Facebook at RBJ Podcast, online at RBJShow.com, and of course, streaming there at Network One Sports. You can download the Rob Ben and Joe Show on Spotify or your iOS device today. Take us wherever you go. Don't forget, by the way, you can catch the Rob Ben and Joe Show scoreboard Friday's ten p.m. to 12 a.m. and uh, check out all the high school scores guys we got coaches calling in from uh, all over the state here with us and you can be a part of middle georgia's only high school scoreboard show Uh, listen in on waco 100 that's 99.9 fm and on wolf country 97.5 and other affiliate stations across the state so uh, be a part of the Robbin and Joe Scoreboard Show. Tweet us at RBJ Show or give us a call at 877-725-4746. And on the phone with us today, guys, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk college football. College football kicks off uh this weekend. And we've got, well, we've got the Yellow Jackets playing, a, a friendly foe in the yes. Florida State Seminoles. Would that be right? That us? is <laughs> correct. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Jeff Cameron here with us again from ESPN down in Tallahassee, coming on with us in uh, just a couple of minutes. But, guys, before we get Jeff on the phone here, tell me, uh, before we get his opinion, tell me what you think the game is going to be like and uh, what your predictions are.
1: Rob can't, can't get here fast. He's, I, he's I, already I, like, oh. He's like on the headset. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so excited. Uh, just to watch my team play but also i think uh tech's going to be starting a new quarterback in some form or fashion right. super, all the quarterbacks are young the quarterback room's really really young right but probably be going to be one of the two freshmen that come in in the off season either tucker gleason or jeff sims so uh be a true freshman getting a start on the road so tech's going to have a tough part in that but our backfield in the on at running back where we got two returners and then we've got jameer gibbs who was one of the top recruits in the state of georgia this past year and in the country so he'll he'll definitely get some playing time but florida state's got more experience coming back than georgia tech does they've got a a quarterback that's been there for a while and blackman who's going to get the nod well i'm sure we'll talk to jeff about that but yep um you know so it'll be a tough game and anytime you play uh, in dope campbell is is tough the most exciting thing i'm ready to see out of the georgia tech yellow jackets is the defense i'm ready to see how they kind of come back and bounce back in year two of uh andrew thacker's <clears throat> um reign at defensive coordinator coach collins has moved some guys around tobias oliver's in the secondary we've got experience in the secondary and establishing a different type of role that. They're they're very physical now, uh, play a lot of cover one, some other things. So I'm kind of excited to see. um, We've had some transfers that couldn't play last year on the defensive line that are going to get to play. Um, Was it? And Darian Clayton. What's his cl- Clayton? Uh, Clayton Darius Darius is a transfer from Florida. Florida. Um, he was a five star, four or five star recruit out of high school. So, um, some guys like that, and I think we've had a transfer here or there that's also eligible now this year. Um, so, I- I'm ready to see what happens on the defensive side of the ball and kind of how that shakes out. And I think it's really going to be a fair matchup. Georgia Tech still in year two of a new reign, basically, um, another. You know, you don't know what you're going to get, just kind of go with it. And then Florida State's got a new head coach, yeah, but there. they're always loaded with talent. Yep. So I think it's going to be a good matchup.
3: Well, I heard a lot of speak, but I didn't hear any uh, scores. So uh, I think I'm just going to throw it over there to the boss man and let him. <laughs> i just just it on you, fellas. On the phone with us, though, we got uh, Jeff Cameron from ESPN in uh, Tallahassee. Jeff, how are you doing, my friend?
0: Oh, fellas, it's good to be with you. I'm doing great. I'm excited. It's football time. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you know, did you I'll hear you me? What? Uh,
3: I tried to set up my boys Rob and Ben here to uh, give you something to chew on, and they both gave me a lot of coach speak right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I heard it. Hey, listen, I- I'll tell you what, though, that's not a bad assessment. I actually think this is a great matchup, but a fun one. Uh, there's a lot of intrigue in this game just because of the newness for Mike Norvell and this staff and what they're trying to work with. and. And then, obviously, Jeff Collins, a good football coach. We all know that. But he's in year two of a major rebuild. So I I think it's going to be a fun game. I like Florida State. I'll tell you right now, I like Florida State to win the game. It's a good matchup for Florida State because this is a dominant defensive line. It's the one thing Florida State has. Going against what was a terrible Georgia Tech line a year ago. I'm not real sure there was an offensive line worse than Florida State's, except maybe Georgia Tech. <laughs> 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 <True that. laughs>
1: you were, you were spot on there, Jeff. It's been, uh, it's been really bad trying to take triple option linemen who were maybe weighing 270, 280, yep. and then trying to add weight and length on guys too, you know. Um, so it's, they're still in the uphill battle of that, but, um, I listened to Norvell talk on ESPN over the weekend and and uh, talking about Blackman and, and how kind of, he really hasn't had a great shake at quarterback in his career, kind of throwing the fire early with the, his first year with Francois going down and, and through uh, through Taggart and then now Norvell's there. Uh, so talk a little bit about how he's kind of come around um, under Norvell's reign here in the last couple of months.
0: Well, you know, I I think James is a good kid. He's a hardworking kid, but he is limited. You know, he's not a very talented kid. He's got arm talent in terms of velocity, but he doesn't have great touch. He has not in the past made great decisions. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see if Mike can rein him in a little bit, let him understand that we're playing to our defense, throw the ball away. It's okay. Live to fight another day. Punt the football. Play field position. Make the throws you can make. Uh, I don't really think that he's been given a fair opportunity in the sense of they never really schemed away from his problems. And 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 now I think he's going to get that. So I think he's going to look a lot better. But I also think they have to be pretty conservative because this is a poor offensive line. And James, like I said, is limited. Now he's got weapons. Now there's no doubt about that. Tomorian Terry is one of the best players. In the country at wide receiver, and he's got some other kids that can really run. But I think he's got to be careful just to, to, to check down and be smart, live to fight another day, play to your defense, play some field position, and, and, and then you can get the most out of James.
1: I think you're right there, and that's, that's the best way to put it. And rely on your defense, and I think that's what, you know. I th- Coach Taggart missed some of that last year. It was like you know, all right, we're going to come out and do this, and not really play to your strengths or your weaknesses, and rely on things you're good at. And I think Norville might do a better job of that. Um, it sounds like coming out of <clears throat> you know coming out of Tallahassee that they're going to use things that can benefit them on Saturdays and not just shoot themselves in the foot. You know, if you know you've got a you've got a bad offensive line, don't take three five step drops. You know, in the first three downs, let's try to run the ball, milk the clock a little bit, and like you said, utilize your special teams and what they can do for you um especially when you have a good defense so uh jeff can you rattle off a couple names we got to look for on the uh, florida state defense
0: oh boy there's a lot uh the defensive line is is probably the best in the conference and that includes the people that play at clemson uh you you start with marvin obviously and he's a kid that Five-star kid. He's lived up to his billing. I thought he played out of position last year. They moved him off on the edge, which really didn't make any sense at all. There was a lot of stupidity that went on last year with this <laughs> with, 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 with this defense. But Robert Cooper and Corey Durden, uh, you know, you, you're just looking at guys. They go four to six deep in the interior. They're really good up there. I, I dare say there aren't too many teams, maybe Georgia. There aren't too many teams that have the depth of defensive tackle. And, and nose guard that Florida State has, I, I'd say on the edges you're a little bit worried because they don't have a lot of depth there. Uh, you know, Joshua Kando is a kid that was playing really well last year, and then he got hurt against Virginia. He was a former five-star kid. He looks the part, fellas. When you stand next to him, you see 265 pounds of pure badass. <laughs> but but, 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 I, but I'll say this. He's got to produce this year. It's a money, money year. Uh, I think he will. Uh, he's healthy finally uh janarius robinson's on the other side he's all right he's an average player but he can set the edge uh they've been a little weak at linebacker they're pretty excited about a freshman named stephen Dix jr who comes in he looks like he looks like he can play a little bit i'll I'll say that he flows nicely to the football seems to have a, a football iq to him they are absolutely loaded in the secondary and, you know, how that defense was as bad as it was a year ago with the talent that they have. If you just judge by, you know, star rating, whatever you want to look at, they were loaded for bear a year ago, but they did not match talent to scheme. They're going to have to show proof of concept this year. I think they will. Uh, Fuller is a very good defensive coordinator an up-and-coming defensive coordinator. I think he's excited about the weapons he has. Uh, Asante Samuel and Akeem Dent can both really play. You've got Travis Jay, who's, who's eligible this year. He was not last year. They're going to use him both at free safety and as a backup at the buck. Uh, Jaden Lawrence would be at 220 pounds going to play that buck position to the boundary side. Really good football player can come up and hit you. They're not going to make him cover as much. So I think they're going to utilize their weapons here. This defense is clearly the strength of the team. There's no doubt. They actually have a chance to be legitimately a top-20 defense, and I I think they could be a dominant force. They, they, They have a lot of questions on offense, but on defense they feel very good about what they have.
1: Yeah, talent is absolutely zero question um, at Florida State. Really, most times, but especially defensively, what you guys have now is just, man, you guys got a lot, a lot of players, but kind of a two-ended question here. What is Florida State going to have to do to get it done on Saturday, and what will Georgia Tech have to do to keep it and give themselves a chance?
0: Well, I think a couple of things here. The hidden yards and special teams, uh, that's always the unknown. Uh, Florida State's going to roll out some guys that are young, and we haven't seen, you know, they got an Australian guy that is, is kicking and punting, and, and he does the rugby stuff and the Australian rules stuff. And We'll see what he is, but apparently he's got a thunderous leg. Uh, and, and at the same time, they've got specialists for days on returns. You know, Florida State's special team has been as poor as any unit in the country the last three years. It's really been quite embarrassing. And they've got way too much talent for that to happen. Uh, the aforementioned Travis Jay will be back there, and I think he's a playmaker. So it'll be interesting to see. Now, for Georgia Tech, I, I obviously think, you know, at this point with that offensive line being what it is going against this defensive line, they've got to avoid mistakes. I like your secondary. I think Jeff Collins is a great coach. There's no doubt about that. We know what he did at Florida. We know he did at Mississippi State. Uh, he's a guy that flips cultures, but he's in year two, and they don't have the horses just yet. So you got to, obviously, you got to cut down on mistakes. And I'll be interested to see. Last year, quarterback play was absolutely awful at Georgia Tech. <laughs> Terrible. Horrible. And yeah, it was as bad as there was. in the forty-five percenting, yeah, you can't do that. So I, I, I would say, really play conservative on Georgia Tech and see if Florida State doesn't just trip over themselves on offense because Florida State's weakness. Is the same as Georgia Tech's weakness, which is offensive line.
1: It, absolutely, and uh, I think that's kind <clears> of <throat> it's kind of unique, but. Where Florida State has the five stars and four star guys, Georgia Tech don't quite have that yet. So that's that. <laughs> they they've got a few. He's 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 got a, he's really turned it around compared to what we you know what Georgia Tech was getting. He has spun the you know flipped the script and have got some big name guys. But you know a nineteen year old kid's a little different than the twenty two year old that's ready to sure. go you know ready to go ink a yeah. deal somewhere. You know he's, that's that's a little bit different. You know than yeah. <clears throat> than what Florida State has.
0: Well, and, and I'll tell you something. I really like. Uh, I, I can't say it enough. I like Jeff Collins. I, I I think that was the right hire. But I think they got to be patient when you're trying to go from triple option to what he's trying to do now. You know, obviously, they can get pretty good on defense. They run that four two five. There's talent in that secondary. He's a defensive mind. They can get a lot better on defense pretty quickly. But offensively, I think there's a long way to go with Georgia Tech. There is real talent there at running back, but you got to be able to block it up, and you're going against a very good defensive line this week. I would say this is a good matchup for Florida State. Probably not the matchup you'd want as Georgia Tech week one, um, but but I do think that team is going to be a lot better this year. And you know you can never underestimate going from year one to year two how much better a team gets, how much you can flip a culture, how much they can believe. I think early on, if you can get some turnovers, remember this Florida State psyche is not one of confidence you're not talking about a team that has done anything to ride home about in the last four years so if Georgia Tech comes out for whatever reason let's say James Blackman turns the football over and early in this game it's ten to nothing it's fourteen to seven it's seventeen to ten. And Georgia Tech begins to believe in year two with Jeff Collins. Florida State has yet to have success under Mike Norvell. And no matter what kind of buy-in they may have, remember they did not have a spring. They've only had the fall. So will they revert back to that feeling that nothing's ever going to work? You know, I'm buying in. It's just not working. We'll see. You know, they got to, they got to challenge themselves mentally now.
3: Yeah, got to have that mental toughness there. And then one other factor I want to put in there uh, on the mental toughness kind of uh, scorecard, if you will. Uh, you're yep. playing a, a 330 game on ABC at home, and you've got a little tropical potential for rain and uh you you've got some things you know a not full stadium some things that are just going to be different and weird coming into this so how much do you think all of those uh variables are going to play into the psyche into that mental toughness of the team
0: tell hey, you what cracked me up this week uh you know this is a young coaching staff and, and one that seems to really like their head coach and and one of the things that kenny dillingham said this week the offensive coordinator. He said, I've never been around a more prepared head coach in my life. He said, this week we've already gone through every possible preparation for, you know, different results. But we even went over at length, what do we do during a rain delay? And and, and, and I cracked up laughing because he sounded incredulous. And and he said, guys, we've got a a five-part plan for a rain delay. So, so, uh, you know, I don't know what to expect necessarily, but I will say this. Florida State's going to be prepared, and they were not prepared last year. So that is music to the ears of fans of Florida State. Well, I'll you I, think as, I think
1: as long as there's not a fella standing on the forty-five or fifty-yard line with the last <laughs> name of Tiger, I think
0: they'll be happy. Well, and it, it's been funny this week on my show. People have called in every day, and they're like, what do you think about? you know penalties Jeff and I said well guys you make too much of that you know some of the some of the best teams in the country are the most penalized teams and yeah. you know these things happen and i i try to talk them off the ledge but they're having none of it guys <laughs> they want to see they want to see the most organized outfit they've ever seen take the field <laughs> well, at bring on the rain delay baby <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
1: they want to see they want to see military type yeah. formation. precision <laughs> yeah I, I love it i love it I, yeah we're all looking forward to it kicking it off a great way to start a 330 game too with with college football and the acc and kind of Turning the, the page a little bit, kind of want to get your thoughts a little bit. You know, the ACC this year doing something a little bit different, which everybody is with the, the state of the, the COVID and everything. But um, talk a little bit about how you think the ACC is going to shake down this year. You obviously got Clemson at the top, but North Carolina is going to give a nice run at it and then Notre Dame's going to be, uh, going to be probably in the talks too. So how do you think the ACC may shake down this year, Jeff?
0: Well, I think it's obviously Clemson and, and, and nobody else, really. I, I think everybody's playing for second. But if we're going to play the game where we look at Clemson, we, we, we remove them from the conversation, we know what they are, and then we look at everybody else, I think it's pretty wide open. I think it's kind of fun to have that discussion, frankly. Uh, you know, out of the Coastal, you can have an argument for Miami, but you can make a great argument for Pitt. Yep. And, and you can go through these teams and, and talk about their strengths and, and what kind of changes they've made. Uh, you mentioned North Carolina. Uh, obviously, last year, they made great improvement. They got a good young quarterback. They're well coached. But they did lose six times last year, so they still have a long way to go yeah. in their transformation. Yes. You know, I, I I heard a lot of people call my show and tell me how good North Carolina is and said, well, I did see them lose to Appalachian State yes. last year, guys. <laughs> not, like, not like they're great. And they still yeah. lost to Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they they keep talking about it, but I'm like, hey, guys, I mean, I could point to plenty of losses last year for North Carolina. <laughs> um, so, so there's that. And in the Atlantic, it's Clemson, obviously. But then I think from there it gets really interesting. How much improvement can Mike Norvell make in year one? If Florida State can finish second to Clemson and, and, and edge out a Louisville, for example. And by the way... Willie Taggart staff, as well as the uh, battered and bruised into the era Jimbo staff, they all beat Louisville. Louisville has not found a way to beat Florida State uh, <laughs> outside of Lamar Jackson running wild. Um, there has not been, you know, as good as Satterfield is, and he is good. They lost to Florida State last year, so I think Florida State should finish second in in, in the Atlantic. Uh, and, and and I think we got to see whether or not maybe a year from now, two years from now. We have real competition again, eh? and it can change so quickly. I remind college football fans, this is not like the NFL where you sign guys to four and five year deals. Hey, kids come and go sometimes after 3 years. You can flip your roster very quickly. And and, and Jimbo Fisher proved that at Florida State. They were down in the dumps and right down the road 2 hours away You had Urban Meyer dominating at UF, and it looked like it was never going to change. And within three years, Florida State was the best team in the state. They were kicking Florida's butt. They were beating Miami every year, and it happened very quickly. So you know it can turn quickly, guys, and and it just takes one thing. It takes an off-the-field controversy. It takes a kid leaving early. It takes one superstar recruit saying yes at the right position. So, you know, we'll see. I, I think this year's about how much growth does Louisville make, how much growth does Florida State make in the Coastal? How much growth does North Carolina see? Where's Pitt at? Does Miami finally take a step forward? You know, I thought Miami was the worst coach team in America last year, and that's saying something because I watch Florida State every week. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I'll I tell you, I, I think Manny Diaz looked like he was way over his head. Now, he finally got a quarterback to transfer in, so we'll see. And they've got some players. It did not help them obviously to lose one of the best defensive ends in the country. But, I, I, I really am curious. That whole coastal is wide open. It absolutely
1: is, and I could not agree with you more about Miami. And I I still, I've heard the media talk about, well, Miami's probably going to finish, they're going to be in North Carolina, they're going to be on the the coastal side, they're going to be battling it out. And I'm not buying a lick of that, because I saw Georgia Tech go down there and take Miami down last year with a half of a quarterback. So, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying Diaz. I I watched that whole game from start to finish, and Tech made more than enough mistakes in that game to lose, and Miami at home at Hard Rock still couldn't get it done?
0: Well, you know, Miami's never really had a home field advantage since they left the old Orange Bowl. The old Orange Bowl. Yeah, (laughs) and that was decision. That was a tough place to play, and and it smelled like urine, and, and and there were you know it was a very difficult place to be, but but it was intimidating. The fans were right on top of you, and I was I've been to a lot of games down there, and 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 I always thought, oh god, this is the hell. But when you when you go to Hard Rock, it's they're distant, they're really now they've made changes. Then it, it, it certainly is better than it was, but it's still not a great home field advantage and this year it certainly won't be no no place will be really uh so so i don't know we'll we'll see i I think obviously getting king in there and and getting an opportunity to have a quarterback that can make a player two might change them but they were poorly coached and i i just think that that team is 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 talented but they have not been coached well for years you can go back to randy shannon obviously we saw what al golden did which was not much they have really struggled to put it all together, and I won't believe it till I see it. So I think it's wide open, and, and the Atlantic is Clemson and, and Clemson for days. But I do think it is interesting right after Clemson, who is going to assert themselves as the second best team, who's going to make a run at the perch, and, and, and this is a chance for Mike Norvell and Florida State to to make that claim.
1: And they naturally want to be there. Florida State, Nat, it like it's like kind of the natural existence of Florida State's kind of right there with. Uh, Clint. They should be in the talks of being there. That's historically sure. the tradition. That's and the fans want that. Fans of football love that. They they love the attire, the garnet and gold, man. They're all about it. You know, they they think that Florida State should be there. So I think it's exciting having that kind of come back around and 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 you know have a little. I mean, bit who doesn't home. love that man? That's what I'm
0: saying. Who I mean, doesn't love that? It's, it's well, a, hey, it's and, and guys. I'll tell you right now, it's downright embarrassing what Florida State fans feel right now. When I talk to the to, to the local fans, and if I put my fan cap on, and, and I try to be objective the best I can, and, and I'm not, I'm not objective, but I try to be, it's humiliating to think that every time you play a team that's halfway decent, you know you're going to get beat. That's not who Florida State is. No, 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 and, no, no, no. And, and, and that's not... Right, and that's not who they've been in their history. The cachet built up here in Tallahassee with the gaunt and gold is national titles. It's 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 going and playing for national titles. It's 10 win seasons. It's top 10 finishes. It's all those things. It's all Americans. It's, it's, it's like time, you consider, baby. Yeah, and you <laughs> consider yourself the fabric of college football. You consider yourself, if you're a knoll and you've been around for a while, uh, you figure, you know, we're, we're Oklahoma, we're we're Alabama, we're Georgia, we're whatever we. Are, but 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 they have not been that for some time, and it, it's 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 really been tough because you got to remember what preceded this, and you guys know this of course. But I'm just talking to the listeners. What preceded this was an era of dominance. Jimbo got this program back; they won 29 straight games. Now listen, they talk about Clemson's 29 game win streak. As if Florida State didn't just do it. And, and, you know, and, and, and it amazes me, right? Florida State won a national championship, won 29 straight games, was the best program in college football from 2012 to 2015, and they act like that didn't happen. And Florida State fans hear that, and it is tough to stomach. But it does show you how quickly you can fall off the ledge. Florida State went from that to an afterthought, and Clemson went from the whipping boy for Florida State, they were the ones who kept dreaming someday of being Florida <laughs> State, to absolutely dominating the nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, and I
1: mean, you talking about that I should not be free of juice if I'm putting money on Florida State. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be I shouldn't be able to put in 100 and win 140 if I'm breaking right. the number. Right. You know yeah, no. And I'm a gambling guy, boy. It's <laughs> embarrassing to do that.
0: Yeah. Tough. Yes. Yeah. Sure. That's tough.
1: Hey, well, speaking of speaking of gambling and all that, I, I hadn't even looked at any lines or anything. But give us a, give us a score for the game Saturday. Give us a, give us a, even if you don't give us a score, give us a line.
0: All right, well, I'll tell you this. Florida State is favored, I think, by 12 or 11 the last I looked. And if these first games of the year, I kind of lay low. But I'll say this. I actually think this is a great matchup for Florida State. It's a tough matchup for Georgia Tech out the box because of the differential between the offensive line for Georgia Tech and the defensive line for Florida State. But I don't think Florida State's offense, and they do have weapons on the edges, but I don't think Florida State's offense is anything to write home about. they got an average quarterback. They're going through changes. You got some kids making their first time uh, starts. I think it's a low scoring game, guys. Uh, unless there's a lot of turnovers and sloppiness, which is hard to predict with all the people missing spring and all that. I really think I think Florida State wins a pretty low scoring game, something along the lines of twenty four to thirteen or yep. twenty seven to ten, somewhere in there. I like that. I like that, and I I'd ha- I think I might have to take the line, though, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. to stop it's not going to be one I play on my personal card, boys. Nah, yeah.
2: I, I, normally, I normally
1: shy away from the uh, from the favorite, like, you know, the, fan, the, 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 the team I'm close to. I don't
0: put money Jeff, on that yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff, yeah. yeah That's it, a cardinal yeah.
1: sin. The, the homer pick will cost you a lot of money.
0: Well, certain, <laughs> certain, I certainly don't. Hey, in week one, I don't do it. I'll tell you one time where that was not true. I put money on Florida State every single week in 2013. <laughs> As you should. Have, <laughs>
3: should have. Well, I, I'll tell you this, Jeff. I'm Got it on the electronic scoreboard here at our studios, and I'm going for sloppy crazy football 35 28 FSU.
0: That's <laughs> crazy! Oh well, that's wow, clean. A what? that's that's a wild affair. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what lots I'm banking of, on. Lots of turnovers right. and fumbles and scoops and scores. <laughs> I'm thinking of a
1: lot about who threw it to
3: who. You know, that's what I'm thinking about out there. All
0: so. right, I like it. I like
3: it. Actually, I like it and I don't like it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeff, I. I think we've uh, about used up all of our time with you here, friend, so before we let you get out of house, uh, why don't you remind everybody where they can hear all of your good works every day.
0: Sure, it's my pleasure, and it's always fun to be with you guys. Uh, I do a radio show every afternoon, 3 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Tallahassee 97.9. I do a golf show on the PGA Tour Network, Sirius XM, PGA Channel 92, and uh, a lot of stuff here and there. like. Doing this show and others around town and all around the country, so I look forward. You can find me at Jay Cameron Show on Twitter as well. So, uh, guys, it's always a pleasure. I really like talking to you guys. <laughs> and, uh, thank th- no, I do, I do. And this having me on.
3: All right, man. Well, we certainly do appreciate that. And uh, I'm still waiting on that spear, Jeff. I'm still
2: saying. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: listen. I know you're holding me to it, and I've been an ass about this. And I, I have not done the promo that I need to do for you. i not, I'm not hey, But you've got to give me a break. COVID's been a son of a bitch. Appreciate you, Jeff. You're the man, Jeff. I'll give it to you, Jeff. man. We'll talk at you later on.
1: All right. Take care, guys. Jeff Cameron there with you. Always, always
3: a fantastic time What a a good time with Jeff. Stick around. We'll be back and talk NFL Sunday after the break here on The Rob, Ben & Joe Show.
1: You're listening to The Rob, Ben & Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music.
2: Hello, Dublin and Lawrence County football fans and families. It's game time, and nobody's riding the bench this season here at Dublin Ford Lincoln. The only thing you'll be riding in is America's number one selling brand, Ford. Whether you're driving left, right, or up the middle, you'll always be unstoppable with an all-new Ford car, truck, or SUV. And get this, you won't even need to wear a helmet. With our friendly, no-hassle sales team leading the way, we make getting car deals to the end zone easier than saying ready, go that's Ford tough baby others call you customers we call you friends dublin ford lincoln veterans boulevard or at dublinfordlincoln.com
3: You know what, guys? Sports hunting and dogs, well, they all click. And this will, too. Refit your home with natural gas appliances. You can save a ton of money, up to $400 in rebates, with a new gas grill, gas logs, furnace or stove. Check it out at rebaterally.com. Three easy steps gets new appliances for you and saves you up to $400. Go clean and go click it up like a big dog with natural gas appliances. Check it out, rebaterally.com, with city of Dublin natural gas.
1: Hello, fans. It's football time again in Georgia. Need some tires before that football road trip? Bubba's Tire Center has got you covered. As always, when you purchase a brand-new set of four tires, you'll receive free installation and free alignment for your vehicle. We offer pickup and delivery as well as contactless drop-off service for all your tire and service needs. This fall, when it's time for service for your vehicle, come see us at Bubba's Tire Center at 1318 Bellevue Avenue in Dublin, Georgia or online at Bubba'sTireCenter.com.
2: From the farmer's field that produces your food to the football field where your home team plays, Georgia Farm Bureau is committed to helping Georgia communities thrive. Georgia Farm Bureau provides peace of mind to families through home, auto, and life insurance with affordable coverage and exceptional service. With more than 150 offices around Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is always the home team.
3: Call your local Lawrence County Georgia Farm Bureau agent, Mr. Phil Phillips. Call 478-277-0508. Hungry for summer? Marco's Pizza is delivering endless summer flavor with unlimited medium one-topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. At Marco's, you'll get dough made from scratch, an original sauce recipe, our signature three fresh cheeses and toppings you'll love, all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact-free. Order with our app or at Marco's.com today. Marco's Pizza, the Italian way. Prices and participation may vary.
1: Hey, this is Nick Cellini from 680 The Fan in Atlanta. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one show for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah. And they didn't even pay me to say this. It's the Rob, Ben and Joe Show. Now back to Rob, Ben and Joe. Brought to
3: you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. All right, back on the Rob ben and Joe Show here with you hanging out. And uh, what a good time it is to talk to Jeff Cameron. Always a blast to hear what's happening down there at ESPN Tallahassee. and Jeff,
1: it's a big time. <laughs> I mean, it's such a big time. That's just always fun to have him on. Oh, great, yeah. great content, great conversation. Great dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, he, he's a good time. That's a, that's good a fun time, man. Yeah. He, loved the, he loved the chop here, too, by the way. I he think did. he yeah. got a kick Joe, out of that. Personally, I hope I don't hear a lot of that yeah, on I mean, Saturday. It'd be um, echoing all around Doug Campbell just, down there. I, just, just because. <laughs> You Before know, this and, segment's over, we're gonna have to roll some rambling Rags. Yeah. We, we, we got we to balance this. Time. But I will say, Dope Campbell's one of the coolest places to watch a football game uh, that I've ever been to. And I've, we've we've been very blessed and fortunate to go to watch football games in a lot of different college stadiums. That's my dad's biggest thing. We've been yeah. able to go to a lot of different stadiums and see a lot of different atmospheres. There's nothing like. When you know the Seminole comes out there and Chief Osceola yeah comes out throwing down at the spear at night it's intense yep. well, and then they're they're all just I mean which there won't be eighty thousand in there but still the whole atmosphere on a normal Saturday yeah second to none well I tell you what you know I love it
3: because it was a uh, that's that's my high school's you know marching band yeah. song right there that was our so it was always cool for me to hear that our. our Band would come down the hill into the reservation, and you could always hear them coming. It's you know, it's fun. I love it. So, it's, it's awesome. so I'm going to pull for for Florida State just because I,
0: I, okay. I love easy, it. That's yeah, exactly yeah. right. You uh,
1: know, yeah. but I think uh, the Razorbacks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> come
3: on, man! I got it on the uh, on the electronic scoreboard. New addition to the studios here, the electronic scoreboard under my. You see my UGA dog over there. Score of the week. <clears throat> yeah, score of the week right there. And uh, when we uh, we start rolling on our, our Facebook and YouTube channel. You'll see uh, the fun things there on the uh, score of the week uh, and things like that all around the studios here. But uh, guys, we got more college football uh, coming up this uh, weekend, and it's going to be you know, some big games there. Some of the others, we talk about ABC 330 there. Of course, Georgia Tech and Florida State. Uh, the game following that, everybody will be watching at 7.30 uh, we'll be at Clemson and Wake Forest on ABC. And uh, what do you think is going to happen there? You think Clemson's just going to tear through Wake Forest? I,
1: Cle- <laughs> Clemson, I believe, will probably wear them out with absolutely no problem. But here's the deal with Clemson, though. And I know they're going to get a lot of hype, obviously, because Trevor Lawrence and Etienne coming back. But they've got some question marks defensively. They've got some guys that left for the league in their secondary. I mean, they're going to be younger. It's not going to be the Clemson with the Dexter Lawrences and the Cleland Farrells. It's not that on defense for them. So, I mean, obviously, they got big-ticket items on the offensive side of the ball with Lawrence and Etienne. But think about the receivers. They're gone. Yep. Justin Ross it out too. He's not playing. Yeah, really? Yeah, he's not playing. So, or he's not going to be available for week one. <laughs> um, so. Clemson's not going to have any problem against Wake. Jamie Newman, obviously, all the people in this area know what happened to him. He transferred, and then he told Georgia, I'm not going to play, so hey, <laughs> I'll catch y'all. So he, he's he's not playing. So Wake's going to have a new quarterback. Uh, Clemson will have no trouble on the road um, up there in Winston-Salem. Will be no issue. But at the same time, you know, Trevor Lawrence, I think, is just going to be primed and ready to roll. He's going to be like a well-oiled machine year three He's just going to be a tank. and yeah. He's, he's going to be unstoppable. Yeah, uh, I I'm, think he'll be the Joe Burrow of this season. The issue is you don't have, like Rob said, some of these guys departed. Their defense, Isaiah Simmons, Tanner Mews, a lot of these guys that were that were their bell cows are now, you know, they got drafted in the first round or two uh, of the NFL draft, and they're not there. So I know they've been pump, punching in talent, number one recruiting classes right there with Alabama, just like that. But at the same time, that level of experience Right, it carries a long way, and then you got to think Isaiah Simmons and all was a part of that team when Deshaun Watson and all was there. You know, right. like when some of the, when that's all this stuff was getting going, they were a part of that recruiting process. Not that these other guys haven't been, but it's still a little different when you put other people in there to see what's going to happen. Will they have trouble with like Wake Forest? Absolutely not, but. As the team as a whole, I think Rob said the defense is going to have some things to kind of work out. Uh, the other things that we got to watch, uh, the big
3: games of the week, I want to look at there, Rob and Ben. Of course, uh, kicking off at noon, you got Syracuse and uh, number 18, North Carolina. And then a little bit later in the afternoon, 2.30 there, everybody will probably have an eye to Duke and uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame coming in at number 10. So uh, the two games before we get to Tech and
1: Florida State, what are your takes on those? I think North Carolina is... is- is more interesting than it is. Like, oh my gosh, Mac Brown's there. We're just going to run the ACC. I don't. I don't think. I think it's too early for that. However, your boy is a big Sam Howell fan. I think I was really impressed with him last year. Like the way he competes. He's got. He can throw it anywhere on the field. Any throw you want him to make, he can make it. Um, so they've got one heck of a quarterback. Now, how their defense comes along and what they've got around him, like Jeff said, they had six losses last year. Okay, very rarely you do you see somebody come back the next season after six losses and just lose one game to Clemson. It's, yeah, that's you not know, so I don't think they're going to do that. Eight and um, four would be a good season yeah, so for North Carolina. I think you'll yeah. see some improvement from them, but don't get too far out there or too extended on UNC yet. And and Syracuse, you know, they they kind of were up and down last year. Sometimes they looked. Abysmal. Yeah, I mean, abysmal. And then at times they would look okay. So I think everybody's excited about North Carolina. They definitely have a lot of hype. I think Mac Brown's to thank for a lot of that. Um, just a, a classic, you know, coach being at the helm. I think he gives. I think he gives them some of that type of rapport and really brings them back in here. But um, the Duke Notre Dame game is one that I'm very interested in. Ian Book is back, I, I believe, for Notre Dame. He is. He's a good player. I don't care what, you know, he, he's a good player. He makes some mistakes at times. He kind of he kind of believes in his arm a little too much and gets a little too aggressive. But I like the way he plays. But Duke has Chase Bryce as their quarterback. Chase Bryce was the backup to Trevor Lawrence. That's we right. all remember what happened. He saved their season when they won the national championship. He came in there threading needles and dropping dimes uh, when Trevor Lawrence He can play. Hurt. He can play. Chase Bryce is nasty. David Cutcliffe is a quarterback magician. He made that move to go to the go to the NFL. He will be primed and ready to be an NFL quarterback. And you know what Notre Dame's going to bring to the table? Just like Florida State. they got plenty of recruits. They had a good season last year. So coming back in here playing an all-ACC schedule, how's Notre Dame going to fare every week when next week they're not playing Temple? Okay? Yeah. They're going to play another conference opponent and have to stay on there for 10 games straight. And I like Duke. I'm a fan of Duke. You never know what you're going to get. You might get a 7-5 and five year, or they might go 10-2. and two You don't and know. Have some tanks over there and really, really get it done. Daniel Jones, I mean, people like that. Cugliffs can make it happen. So I, Duke is not one you can ever overlook on your schedule. There you know. has not been anyone else. There's two coaches that I'm about to name that have done more with less than any other coach across the United States in college football. (laughs) Okay, you listening? I'm listening. Strong statement. Coach Cutcliffe at Duke and Coach Johnson at Georgia Tech, Paul Johnson, over the last decade did more. If you go and pull the recruiting roles and you said, hey, don't give a team name, just say, hey, man. It's the sixty-five guys you rolling out there. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you gave that sixty-five to ninety-eight percent of the rest of the coaches, they would have gotten smoke. Yeah. Paul Johnson won an Orange Bowl with his guys. Cutcliffe in the ACC championship. So those two guys have done more with less. So if, if anybody you don't want to play is Cutcliffe because he can really scheme you up. So Notre Dame's got a tough one out of the gate. Um, I know it's going to be in South Bend, so well, you, know, you kind of give that. But, I like to see anybody punch Notre Dame in the mouth. I don't care who it is. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't but like, matter. But like we talked about, what – what is a home-field advantage this right. time, though? I mean, ten or 11,000 people. I yeah. mean, I know it's still you're not at home. You're in the you away travel. Like the I room. you got to travel. It's still the same, but then again, it's not. And, you know, we, we want football in any way we can get it. There's still going to be fans there. LSU's going to have 25,000. The play seat's 120. Yes. <laughs> I mean... You know, so it's like, will they, will you even be able to tell, or will it just kind of sound like a fair? You know, like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the distance, there's a, yeah, noise, they're you know? able to pump in crowd noise. Yeah. So that it, in the ACC, you, they're pumping in crowd noise. I think for the players, you need to have pumped in crowd noise because I know what it's like to play in an environment that is definitely silent. Yeah. It's terrible. It's bad. It's the worst environment you can ever play in. Yeah. It's like I, playing
3: in Kansas or something like that. Yeah,
1: you, it's, like, it's like, what do you, are we playing, yeah. is there any, is there like, corn, corn stalks make more noise than that. There you yeah. go. It's and I mean, terrible. you're just like, holy cow, this is just awful. Are we having bands? Are they going to have limited bands? Do we know? You know, that's a good question. Spraying I'm, Corona everywhere. I didn't see it
3: uh, in the Navy <laughs> game the other night. I didn't see. Which Navy is.
1: A trumpet player can't wear a mask. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> guy, but I do want to point out though I, the I, bands have got to be there. They got I'm a to. huge fan of the bands. I love. Well, if you I don't hear that, that, that's the pageantry of college. Yes, yeah. all I mean, the fight but, songs and. Oh wait Mary a minute! Knows. Where did I see? I feel like I saw a band in a game. But they did it. They had it at Texas State. They had the major. Rest the of every team. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. They had major. They had at them all.
3: spread out in the end, like the
1: far end of the stadium. They took up ten sections, but they were there. But they were there. Yeah, yeah. They should let them spread as far out because you got to have the bands. Your horn section. That yeah. Navy game the other night yeah. was weird. Awful. Yeah, I mean, it was like you were watching a, a scrimmage, yeah. a jamboree game. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was
3: terrible. And everything where they were playing was bad, too, but the game
1: <laughs> the game was awful. Yeah, yeah they were playing. And you know, though, that Navy was – our listeners probably don't know this. No, they had not touched a soul. They had not tackled yeah. anyone. Okay, so let's just give this quick rundown, quick 30 here. Yeah. All right. Navy, being an arm of the government and how cautious everybody is with the government, and I'm not taking sides whether we should or we shouldn't be cautious, but what I'm saying is, for football, Navy ain't tackled nobody. Yeah. <laughs> they had the not, entire offseason, they've been not, practicing yeah. since July. Had
3: not laid hands on a soul. They
1: run the triple option, <laughs> and they have not had contact, no cutting, no physical contact with the other players. They had holes in their line that... that they were getting run through guys that I could have scored in. And you know so what I'm saying? It was why, yeah. they were getting just manhandled. And they're like, Oh why, my god, why, play a, <laughs> why even play the season? Yeah, yeah. They, they hadn't touched us. It's soul. a collision sport. Everybody's yet. like, Oh, BYU looks so good. Huh? Yeah. Navy ain't talking to anybody since last yeah, November. Yeah, last year yeah. <laughs> since they <laughs> <Plus> played Army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, I mean, like, that's and that's not Navy's fault. <clears> no, it's not. That's it's not. not. A, that's that. That shouldn't be a reflection of the coaching staff. Couldn't be. A, no. I mean, to line up and play a game and get through a triple option. Preparation... For for the whole summer no and contact. go out there and play with no yeah. contact, that was a feat within itself. Their offense
3: couldn't hit on anything, and they had, like I said, gaping holes in that in that defense. <laughs> it, was there. it was it was something else. So something a little more local, guys, uh, to our, our region and our fans here. Of course, we got uh, Georgia Southern. I'll be taking the field at three thirty at home against Campbell, and uh, Appalachian State will be kicking off at noon against Charlotte. So, any thoughts on those two games
1: there? Southern will Southern will dominate. Coach Lunchford and them will they'll they'll give Campbell a. a a true out backyard beating. <laughs> I I've played. Uh, I played at Campbell when we yeah, were at Mercer. That the was donkeys. Our, yeah. They, the uh, they <laughs> Georgia Southern may I think score they're the camels. <laughs> they are the camels, and they may score seventy. Yeah, Southern may score but, seventy. But Coach Lunsford wins big. Um, it'll be a good start to their season. A home game. They'll yeah. they'll have everything. They'll have the beer garden rolling and everything. It was good season. to have him on the show with us Friday night. He was yes. on with us and uh, trying to be very,
3: uh, very humble and careful in his words. But you know, a thrashing to come more than likely. Yeah. And, you
1: know, for them against camp and uh appalachian state charlotte appalachian state's just a great football program yeah. i mean they really are they are just consistently good um and uh, i think appalachian state probably starts out the gate you know on the on the right side of the coin probably handles charlotte pretty good but the thing that i look at and see here these teams just like jeff was just talking about in the previous 30 minutes These teams have not had any action against anybody else during the spring. They've had a month of fall camp. That is it. Let me tell you something, folks. That is not a lot. If you have people coming back that played a football season last year, you better be on your hands and knees and thanking the good Lord that you got (laughs) some experience because some of these teams that are having to play younger guys that have never been in a college football environment – Run the speed up a little bit because it's faster. Guys, yeah. <laughs> quick note: Georgia Tech has more <clears throat> returning uh, players. They're in the top two in returning players in the country. No, did not know that. Yep, Georgia Tech hog over here. The yes. the the, the, uh, <laughs> the but you got to have returning players. I think have to play a big role this season with the atmosphere of yeah. not getting spring practice. And the coaches don't know. What, how many high school coaches we talked to but, during on our podcast but the month before the lit up of the season? Yeah. They're oh, man, just I, like, I just don't is know. He gonna, is he going to show up on Friday night? We don't know. You know, is he going to? Coach Helton had some guys <laughs> show up Friday night for Jeff Davis. That's right. Well, you know. Uh, Coach Coach Harbor might have had some guys where were like, man, that dude is no good. Like he's not good. We're gonna have to, we're gonna get through practice this week and give him another shot Friday night. But hey, man, we're gonna have to find another right guard. You just don't know. He's yeah. going brain dead in the game. I've known players that are perfect in practice. You throw live bullets out there. They can't even they can't even think straight. Yeah. They, they forget how to get in the stance. They just things go blank. And and college athletes are no different. So I think mm. that's something to think about. But we're just getting started because the SEC doesn't start for another two weeks. That's right. Um, so I'm just thankful that we've got the football we've got from the. South. If you split the United States in half, almost I think all the way across, just yep. about everybody underneath that line is playing football, and uh, arguably they're the ones that are always in it anyway. So yep, what's yep. going to be? You know that much different
3: definitely gonna be interesting to see guys and I tell you what we got uh, we got some things to watch and that's gonna be all that matters and we got the lineup we talked about already and some NFL coming back too we're gonna to take a look at some of those NFL games before we get out of here today as well stick around you're listening to the Rob Ben and Joe show here on Network one sports California
2: groove gumbo, ladies and gentlemen yeah
3: middle georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports the rob ben and joe show will be right back Eyeballs marketing and signs. That's eyeballs with a Z. I B A L Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I B A L Z dot com. Eyeballs marketing and sign in Warner Robins.
1: At Farmer State Bank, we're winning over new customers every day by building strong banking relationships. It involves teamwork, listening carefully, and working hard to earn your trust. For over a century as Lawrence County's locally owned bank, Farmer State Bank has built a solid reputation with a focus on integrity, commitment, and service to our community. Just as important, we have introduced convenient services like mobile banking so you can do business with us anytime, anywhere, from the convenience of your phone or mobile device. If you're looking for a hometown bank that always puts you first, it's as easy as F- At Farmers State Bank, we've been a longtime supporter of local schools because we believe education is the key to a brighter future. Member FDIC.
2: Dublin and Lawrence County football fans and families. It's game time and nobody's riding the bench this season here at Dublin Ford Lincoln. The only thing you'll be riding in is America's number one selling brand, Ford. Whether you're driving left, right, or up the middle, you'll always be unstoppable with an all new Ford car, truck, or SUV. And get this, you won't even need to wear a helmet. With our friendly, no hassle sales team leading the way, we make getting car deals to the end zone easier than saying ready, go. That's Ford Tough Others call you customers, we call you friends. Dublin Ford Lincoln, Veterans Boulevard or at DublinFordLincoln.com.
1: Hello, fans. It's football time again in Georgia. Need some tires before that football road trip? Bubba's Tire Center has got you covered. As always, when you purchase a brand-new set of four tires, you will receive free installation and free alignment for your vehicle. We offer pickup and delivery as well as contactless drop-off service for all your tire and service needs. This fall, when it's time for service for your vehicle, come see us at Bubba's Tire Center at 1318 Bellevue Avenue in Dublin, Georgia, or online at Bubba'sTireCenter.com
3: hungry for summer marco's pizza is delivering endless summer flavor with unlimited medium one topping pizzas for just 6 dollars each at marco's you'll get dough made from scratch an original sauce recipe our signature three fresh cheeses and toppings you'll love all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact free order with our app or at marco's.com today marco's pizza the italian way prices and participation may vary. Now back to Rob, Ben, and Joe. Brought to you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. All right, back on your Rob, Ben and Joe show here with you, hanging out and getting ready for uh, football weekend. I had Jeff Cameron on the show from Florida State. Always good to talk to him, previewing the Florida State-Georgia Tech big ACC matchup this weekend. And, guys, we got some Sunday football to talk about as well. So uh, let's take a quick peek
1: and what will be playing on the NFL slate for us this week as well? And uh, one thing that's nice about the NFL is nobody's sitting out, yeah. so uh, <laughs> we can actually talk about that. Seattle at Atlanta. Yeah, that'll be a uh, that'll be a great game. One o'clock. Uh, on that one, on the uh, Fox Network, there. Uh, what was the one we wanted to talk about and kind of keynote there? We're uh, talking about Tampa Bay. Tampa talking Bay about and the New uh, yeah, the older quarterbacks there. Uh, you first, got Brady and Breeze. Uh, source, source, pump, uh, ESPN or whoever else I saw that Fox Sports one, whatever or Fox whatever it was. First time forty year olds at quarterback starting <clears throat> ever. First time Two 40 year olds will play play each other at quarterback. Which what does that really matter? But. I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen. They're not really high on the New Orleans Saints right now. You you listen to people on the TV and they're just kind of like, uh, you know, they're open to trade Alvin Kamara. Yeah, well,
3: they they said I saw a while ago on ESPN. We're watching uh, as we sit here and do our show tonight, guys. It was interesting to see they're close. And they're close to a Kamara deal, but it's not done. It's so not,
1: it's yeah. not complete. But I will say this, and uh, you know, I don't know how other people's feelings are, but these are my thoughts. Being a quarterback guy. Drew Brees will look better than uh, than Brady, Brady on yeah. Sunday, no doubt. I think that one thing that you're going to see with Brady is you're going to see you're going to see Brady struggle. You're going to see his age a lot more than you're going to see Drew Brees' age on Sunday. Well, because he's he's Tom Brady's starting a season with a new coach, which he's never ever played for a new you're coach right. in the NFL. Right. a new team. New offensive coordinator, new everything. Everything about his game day is going to be totally different. Hey, question: Will he have a better post career than Brett Favre did no. when he left Green Bay? No, i no. Brett Favre was more athletic than Tom Brady. You're right Absolutely. about that. So, Brett Favre was so just Brett a Favre better
3: player. What than Tom Brady? He,
1: like like I said, Brett Favre was more of a uh, he was more of a maestro. He could go out there and kind of. He's the dude that's back there whoo, whoo, dipping in the pocket, <laughs> running sideways, throwing it off his back foot, and you know, seeing Donald Driver streaking. You know, yeah. and Tom Brady can't ain't that do guy. that. Yeah. Tom Brady lives in a box, and Belichick <laughs> built that box there a nice know. a nice play set for Tom Brady to go play with his own little toys, and he kept everybody out because Belichick was a defensive genius. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is trash. It was trash. Statistically, they were trash. Yeah. But they have good pieces. They have good players. They have a, a good possibility. Now, granted, they didn't get a lot of help statistically with Jameis Winston throwing 30 interceptions Yeah, but, but 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 their offensive line is is part of that issue with Jameis. And if Tom Brady, the thing is that people don't really take any consideration on old oh, New England's defense, defense, defense. No. While he was playing, his offensive line was some of the best ever. Period. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. And so I think – I'm a I'm i I'm vehemently saying no. <laughs> he is adamant about his yeah, position. I mean, question, though, yeah. you know, Favre went on to he, Minnesota. He, he did. He did. Gronkowski, okay. Playoffs. Gronkowski, yeah. Gronkowski, yeah. Gronkowski yeah. won't make the sixteen. Uh, the or is it seventeen games this year? Yeah. Well, Whatever it is, he will not he play make every through. game. He yeah. will not play every game. I will be willing to bet he will not make every game.
3: Well, I'll tell you the game that I'm actually looking at on here, and this is just me, I'm weird like this. Uh, the game that I'm looking at on the slate this weekend, you got the other Fox 1 o'clock game. at Chicago and Detroit, which two to you know, – you've got Trubisky. you got Stafford.
1: Who's going to be the playoff quarterback this year between I, those two? I really hope that it's the Detroit Lions. I do I too. Really, I really hope for Stafford because – got pieces now. Yeah, but, yeah he's but, got some things. But, but the does. thing is for Stafford, though, is I think that – He's one of the he is he is the best Georgia quarterback to come out in the last twenty years. Oh yeah. Talent wise, oh yeah. He is the best Georgia quarterback to come out in the last twenty years. That's right. And he has got the worst shake. I mean, think about it. You can't name another Georgia quarterback that's come out in the last forty years that's played as a starter in the NFL at quarterback. As long as Stafford has. You're right about that. You
3: cannot. No, the only other one you could name would be Zire, and he only played briefly for the the Browns. That's right. So Stafford
1: has been an absolute staple in the NFL. He's got a terrible shape because he's been in a terrible team, and he's had no pieces. The only player he had – he got grace with Calvin Johnson's presence for several years, and they set yeah. records together. Yeah. But they had nothing else. Their defense they, couldn't was do They just had no assistance. But he's got pieces now. He's got uh, DeAndre Swift. Yep. <clears throat> he's got on Johnson. He's got pieces. His defense is much improved. I would really like to see Detroit come around. And Mitch Trubisky won't be the starting quarterback in Chicago after a few weeks. Nick Foles oh, will be the starter. Yeah. Mitch yeah. Trubisky is the a fans, bust. The, fans oh, yeah. gonna, the fans are going. The fans are going to push. Mitch Trubisky off the ledge. They're not going (laughs) to let Matt Nagy. They're not going to let Matt Nagy. Continuously play yeah. a guy that is that mediocre. You can if you cannot win at Soldier Field, get out. Yeah, there you go. Get Trubisky's out. gonna you, be walking the plank. go. Yeah. No he, he's <laughs> gonna yeah. hey. walk in the plank. You, you know, got
3: too many guys up there having salami heart attacks. They're just not going to deal with <laughs>
1: Trubisky and, and guess what? At twenty-five yeah. or thirty percent capacity, yeah. some of those insults start to ring around a little bit. <laughs> <way>, you know, <laughs> Joe. Yeah. What do you feel about your Dolphins? That dolphins, oh, is my gonna dolphins. What's gonna dolphins is going to happen. What's your Dolphins? Is Tua getting oh. a chance, or what are they doing down there? Yeah,
3: uh, Tua's going to play. Uh, i got no doubt about that Tua's going to play. Uh, I don't know if he will come out of the gate and play day one. I actually don't think that's going to happen. I think Fitzpa- Magic will be there to yep. spin a few. But uh, I think Tua's going to definitely get to play. The thing that I'm uh, curious about more so even than Tua in Miami is going to be, you know, we've got uh, Rodriguez uh, – or Rodrigo, the Blankenship the – kicker coming out of Georgia getting the start for the Colts going to be playing yep. against Jacksonville in Jacksonville one o'clock on CBS and then also you got Jake Fromm who did make the roster for Buffalo and uh, they are hosting the New York Jets at one o'clock on CBS
1: one cool matchup here Cleveland at Baltimore is going to be a really interesting matchup because is Baltimore going to come back and is Lamar Jackson going to do what he did last year yep. you know, do have that yep. type of season I don't know that I see it. People are really high on it, but I don't know that Lamar will come back this year. These coaches are savvy. They really the NFL is a tight bonded unit. When they got one guy giving them fits, Cam Newton gave them fits for a little while. Then they shut that up. Yeah, you know the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos said, "Hey, we got something for you in the Super Bowl." Peyton Manning was basically out there in a wheelchair and a half. Yeah, and he beat them in the Super Bowl because they bottled up Cam Newton. These guys are going to have an idea of how to bottle up Baltimore. But it's really, how does Cleveland do That's what I said. Because Cleveland has all this money they've spent on Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, don't be a sideshow, Jarvis Landry, (laughs) all these people, and their defense is good. What is Cleveland going to do this year? Don't. Don't don't talk about it. Yeah, Let's they got new unis. About it, can, can you tell? No, <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> you can't. But I'm telling you, they uh, Cleveland has got more offensive talent. If you just talk about draft picks and ratings, right, they've right. got more offensive talent than anybody in the freaking league. They're loaded. They're loaded. And, and I watched them play at Denver last year, and um, I got to watch both of those teams go at it. And I mean, Denver with a backup QB, third string quarterback, basically. Beat the Cleveland Browns. I yeah. mean, and, and with all of that going on, Baker's going to have to be that guy. And I think with a new new regime, you know, what's going on, I think he might benefit from that. But it's going to be a matter of just really I'm, – I'm really interested to see what's going to come out of Cleveland this year because you they're they're, pro, they're they're the most hyped team outside of the Dallas Cowboys who always get natural hype because yeah. of Gary. but. I want I want them to show me something. Well, on the yeah. other side of Ohio,
3: you got the uh, Bengals playing at home there. What do you think our man Burrow is going to do right, in the four o'clock? They, they
1: voted him team captain. Yeah, he's a believe- He's the Burrow. man coming yeah. in, huh? Uh, but hey, but let's captain let, Burrow. But yeah. Let's not let's <laughs> let our listeners not forget. Okay. Yeah. Joe Burrow ain't twenty one. Okay, mm-hmm. this guy's—he's like 24 25. Yeah, he's a little yeah. older. He's a little yeah. older. Okay, he yeah. needs yeah, to he, he needs to be a spokesperson. He's for, hurts. Around, for yeah. hurts for yeah. the yeah. rental car industry. <laughs> yeah. So, Do you still
3: think he's going to get annihilated as you did uh, going into the end of college football last year?
1: I, I still <clears throat> am holding for dumpster a fire a for Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Is a dumpster fire. <laughs> but, but, but but the thing is that no, no, he's, hold, he's hold got Andy Dalton didn't get c- completely annihilated. It's not like his offensive line is just. Absolutely pathetic. Cincinnati's going to be terrible, but I don't think Joe Burrow will be in a stretcher by week ten. <laughs> but, but, but let like, me let me post know, let me post something to you. The reason yeah. why I say dumpster fire, and I know we disagree on this, Ben. <laughs> how, Over a year we've disagreed how, on this. almost How. A year. <laughs> Do you not have another player? How are you going to name a rookie QB? Ain't taking a snap as a captain? <laughs> as a captain. That means you don't have Tell anybody, anybody else. else. That's right. That's not good, Ben. But, but it's not. But, but it, it's not, but it also shows the type of faith they got in this kid. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's the glass half full right there. See, I Position. feel like it's total, yeah. I feel like it's total lip service. I do too. Oh, he's our yeah. cap. He's coming in. We're riding bro, Cause they know, well, they don't have anybody else. That's to ride. The there only you aim. go. I mean, there that's you the go. only stars he'll get on his chest this year. AJ, I can AJ, AJ, right. AJ Green, AJ Green, he's got some, he's got a little assistance old, there, but old, yeah. you know, talking to somebody from Ohio, they think, you know, he's just, it'll be a miracle if he survives the season, but well, I'm a big Burrow fan. I like Burrow. I think he's going to I like him. I'm just, he's in that yeah. bad a bad situation He'll have a better first year than Sam Darnold. Oh, everybody I agree with ride, that. Everybody riding. Uh, everybody around the gate Colin yeah. Calhurd uh, loves Sam Darnold, and then you know he's gotten better, but he's still just he's, not, ah, he's, yeah. a, head he's a He's Sam Darnold. Man. So yeah. worst
3: worst game of the NFL Sunday on the slate there. That you see
1: uh, the New York Jets, and the Buffalo Bills. Okay, I, that's your worst. That's that's looks like it would be very unappeased How about I, you, Rob? I got my eyes set on one right there. I I know who mine is. I think the Raiders in Carolina. There you go. That's the worst game Sunday.
3: I don't think anybody gives a rats about what's going to go on in in that ball game right now.
1: And I was like, Carolina is going to be, I feel so bad for Christian McCaffrey. It's going to be be terrible. It's going to be awful. And then the Raiders like, who knows what yeah. they're doing? <laughs> that's
3: how I looked at that, and I was like, like, oh, no that guy. is the
1: waste game right there at 1 o'clock. Gruden's yeah. going to be back. Carolina's just Nobody like, cares. whatever. Nobody yeah. cares.
3: If they were playing in the new stadium in Las Vegas, I'd probably be more like, ooh, look. But they're playing in Carolina, and I'm like, I don't care. And if, you're zoned,
1: if your CBS game is zoned yeah. for Vegas and Carolina, I feel sorry for you. Well, that's yeah. going to be the
3: CBS game
1: here in Middle Georgia. Yeah, that's going to be it. Yeah. So. Well, I hope that um, we've got a double matchup Monday. Between Pittsburgh and New York and then Tennessee and Denver. Yeah. Pittsburgh, New York is going to be the game I want to watch. Ben Roethlisberger's back. The Steelers got a bunch of good pieces. Mm. Can Roethlisberger come back and have a good – their defense is filthy. See, I'd T. much rather – You know I'm a Tennessee guy a from play. last year.
3: I want to watch that Tennessee-Denver uh, game. That's the one I want to see there. I oh, want to see I want to yeah. see
1: what San Francisco's got. I yeah. want to see what the 49ers are coming back with. I, I, I don't think they're going to come back. I don't think they're going to repeat. Oh, well, no, the Kansas City Chiefs, I told Rob, I said they will not have as good of a season as they had last year. Yeah.
3: Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I'll world. tell you the other one that I'm just going to be interested in. The only thing I'm interested in in the Sunday night game on uh, NBC is uh, the quarter, the quarterback player of the Los Angeles Rams there. i want to see what happens there yep. uh, and see what we can get done there. And then, uh, you know, with Gurley gone, let's we'll see what happens in the Rams' backfield there. And
1: but, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't Dak care press, anymore about Dak, that. I don't Dak, care. Dak, 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 I don't Dak, care. Dak, 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 all you hear about is Dak. They've
3: given him a contract. Have you ever signed anything yet?
1: I don't know if they did that franchise, franchise tag. I, I think they might have tagged he him. He did. He did end up signing. I think. <clears> did he sign did he? something? Oh. I'm not really sure. But I don't know what the so fans were. Danny Danny Dimes breakout season for the Giants. That's what we're going to leave that with. Dan, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones is going to really really. with the man. With New York. I agree. I agree. Daniel Jones. They got out. Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson on defense.
2: They the got, Giants are going to be a team. The, they
1: got some of the best talent. I'm not going to say they're going to make the playoffs. Barclays. But I they're think gonna they're going to be a better. Yeah. Of, they're going to yeah. make some of the biggest gains in the offseason yeah. because Daniel Jones is the true starter. There's no Eli. That's right. Daniel Jones, then y'all can take this and put it in the books. He's somewhere. my favorite QB he's, right he's now. He's a top five QB in the NFL. Oh yeah. He's going to be a player. Yeah. And they got Saquon back there. He's a man. You know. He's got, He's got Daniel Jones has wheels. He's got great IQ and he's got a rifle. Yep. And, I'll he's, take got, him. and he's got Barkley. Mm. Yep. And there, there you go. go. I'll take it. I'll take that all day long. If I turn around and give it to that kid, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Absolutely. I'm going to make it, it, Or dump it
3: to him and let him right. play. That's right. Can't be too bad when you got him standing behind you. That's all I got to say. I mean, football is back. That's it, guys. All right. Well, uh, y'all be sure and uh, stick around with us Friday night. Don't forget to tune back in here. 10 p.m. and check out the high school scoreboard show. It'll be a lot of fun. A lot of coaches lined up for you. Everybody from Wilcox County and the head coach, Rob Stowe, all the way up to uh, Northside Winter Robins. With uh, Coach Chad, I think going to be on with us as well as John Nelson and a whole lot more. So until then, uh, guys, it's football, football, football. And uh, we'll talk to you again Friday night at 10 p.m. Thanks for uh, Jeff Cameron coming on the show with us again today. Rob and Ben, let's go eat some nachos, man. Watch some football.
2: All right. We'll talk to you later
3: in your Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Good night, everybody. ben and joe show
0: download the show today on your spotify playlist or apple music